Maybe you've heard this story before as an analogy to explain different religions. The parable goes like this. Six blind men are touching an elephant and trying to determine what it is. One man touches the side of the great animal and boldly and confidently declares, an elephant is a wall. Another grabs the elephant's ear and says, an elephant is like a fan. Another touches the tail and declares that the elephant is like a rope. Another touches the trunk and declares that an elephant is a type of snake. All of these men are touching the same thing. They're touching something that is real, but because the thing itself is so big and they are only touching part of it, the determinations they make about what it is are deficient. None of them have the whole picture, and their experience, while real, leads them to describe only the part of the elephant that they personally experienced. The implication is that other people's experiences are also valid, but that each part, or each religion in this case, while reflecting a real perception of part of the divine, still falls short of understanding the whole. According to this explanation, no religions are actually wrong, nor are any fully right. We are all just blind people groping at something very big and trying to describe and make sense of our experiences. This parable is very popular. It is often mentioned in introductions to college classes on comparative religions, for example. It is listed on the Peace Corps website to describe how they think their participants should view world religions. There are a few problems with this parable. In fact, I would say there are three enormous problems with this analogy. Problem number one is the vantage point. The whole story is told from the vantage point of someone who clearly knows that the elephant is an elephant. In other words, it's extremely condescending. It judges all religions as being blind people trying to describe something that others can clearly see. The analogy patronizingly pats religious believers on the head and says, isn't that cute that you think an elephant is a snake because you can't see everything that I can see? For an organization like the Peace Corps or anyone to use this analogy to describe other people's beliefs is patronizing and judgmental, and it takes the posture of a superior looking down on inferiors who do not know as much as they do. The second problem is this. Are the blind men lazy? The analogy also assumes that the blind men stop searching after their first encounter with the elephant. Are these blind men so lazy that they never explore other parts of the elephant? Do they touch it once and then give up their research into what an elephant is? Furthermore, it assumes that men are incapable or unwilling to communicate with one another. Again, this is not a fair description of what faith in God entails, nor what theology is. Problem number three is this. What if the elephant could talk? On the one hand, this analogy is a good description of the grandness of God and the human inability to fully grasp the divine, as well as our state of blindness when it comes to spiritual matters. But the story never considers one paradigm-shattering question, and that is this. What if the elephant could talk? What if the elephant could tell the blind men, that wall-like part of me is actually my side. The fan-like part of me is only my ear. That's not a rope, it's a tail. What feels like a snake is actually my trunk. If the elephant were to say these things, it would be a form of self-revelation. Furthermore, 
if one of those who could see the entire elephant were to come and describe it to the blind men and explain it to them, then they would understand. What we have in the God of the Bible, and in Christianity in particular, is that God has revealed himself to us both by sending prophets and messengers and by speaking directly to us through his word and ultimately through his Son, the word of God embodied in a human person, Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2 says this, Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets, but in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son. By God's grace and because of his love, we are not condemned to merely grope around in the dark trying to make sense of the divine for ourselves by our own limited experiences. He has made himself known in his word and through his Son. Oh, 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 oh,